Welcome to the Sly and the Guys Movie Podcast, the premiere podcast about Hollywood legend Sylvester Stallone, where we go through his filmography in chronological order, film by film. I'm one of your co-hosts, South Turk. I'm the other one, Chris Pope. Hey, South. Hey, Chris, man. How are you doing today? I'm I'm wonderful. We get to talk about my favorite film franchise. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful April day. And uh, we've uh, we've we've returned to probably the franchise that produced this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the uh, the the franchise that that spawned the genesis of my love for Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone. That's right, folks. 1982's Rocky Three, or as I like to Big call it, Top Rocky. <laughs> or as I like to call it, more cobbler. No, sorry. More cobbler, more problems. It's an awful joke. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's right, South. He cobbles shoes in this. <laughs> a prequel to uh, the Adam Sandler movie, The Cobbler, which everyone saw, right? Right. Uh, which in itself is a fantasy some- movie. Right, fantasy movie yeah. that I guess inspires the what's that uh, the Great American Pickle movie that Seth Rogen just did. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm lost. I'm I'm already in over my head. I don't it's know. a good start. It's a good, a good start, start for this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so uh, Rocky three, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, uh-huh. big top Rocky. <laughs> So Rocky's now a small town farmer with a fiance. No, but no, no. When no. a traveling circus comes to town, he finds himself falling for the trapeze artist. How did you come up with this joke? Like, where, where just, did you? Where were you? Like, you know what sounds really gonna love a Pee Wee reference. I just thought, like, oh, Rocky's big time now. Uh, so it's okay. big time, All Rocky, right. big top, Rocky. Yeah. And mm-hmm. The joke wrote itself in my head. I got you. Okay. All right. Good job. I like it. Uh, no, but uh, Rocky three, nineteen eighty two. Rocky's the heavyweight champ now. Yeah. Everybody that that's listened to our two previous Rocky episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocky beat Apollo. He's now the yeah. heavyweight champion of the boxing world. And that's how we start out. We start out with like we don't really see the ending of the of the second one like we did previously, but we uh, we get to hear it. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rocky wins. There's fireworks. His name's like written in fire. Yeah. Like rocky is big time now he's Mm -hmm. uh so the the movie starts and we get the what everybody thinks is the rocky theme eye of the tiger yeah yeah this is the first eye of the tiger and this and like i'm gonna be honest with you watching this i was like oh yeah no this is rocky now like this feels like rocky (laughs) so we get that song is synonymous (laughs) uh with rocky by survivor Mm -hmm. so we get this great opening montage yeah, we get, we uh, we start the movie with a seven minute montage of just Rocky beating people up and winning. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we see uh, you know Rocky's in ads now. He's doing mm-hmm. commercials. He's he's in ads for just about everything. Yeah. Uh, we see like DeLorean, American yeah. Express. Since he learned how to read in the last movie, he now can do ads. <laughs> he can he do can commercials. Be, he can be on the Muppets. He can 
live life to the potential um to the fullest rather uh strangely enough we do not get a scene in this montage of him getting like stem cells injected into his brain because that's right ladies and gentlemen rocky is no longer stupid <laughs> he's smart now he's money smart makes now. you smart money makes you smart the american dream trump 2024 no wait no 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 wait sorry sorry um but yes <laughs> Which I will get to this in a little bit, but Stallone, I mean, I'm sorry, Rocky is no longer the idiot, lovable idiot that we knew him as. He's, I mean, he's still lovable, I guess, but. Yeah, the lines between Rocky and Sly have started to blur a lot more in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That is very true. It is very much no longer that Stallone is Rocky as much as Rocky is Stallone, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. If you're with us this long, then it does make sense, you know, in terms of the podcast. So Rocky's winning boxing matches. Uh, you know, Mick's still with him. Adrian's by his side. Yeah. And uh, Polly's been drinking again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Rocky's intelligent. Adrian actually has a character in this movie. Like, there's actual <laughs> character development for Adrian. So she's a real character as well. But Polly's still drunk. So some things just don't change. You know. But we we add one one trick to his <laughs> repertoire in this movie. <laughs> And it's racism. You, oh boy, oh boy. Yep, that is true. So this character that I completely blocked out was also a racist, um, who I used to proclaim proudly to people like, "Yeah, Paulie's my favorite part of the whole." But it turns out he's, I'm just so stupid that I missed. He's abusive. He's an alcoholic, yeah. and now, mm. hey, he's a fun racist. Yeah, unredeemably racist. I mean, not saying that like racism is redeemable but like you would think at the end there'd be some like learning point for his racism but there's not but he's also not the only racist in the movie as we'll you know find out (laughs) um so uh yeah rocky um has been fighting he's been winning yep uh we see mr t in the audience yeah some of these fights uh just watching the entire time getting real pissed off Mm -hmm. he's mad uh, and if you listen to the lyrics of Eye of the Tiger, it almost seems like the song is actually somewhat semi about Clubber Lang because he's he's the last survivor. He's the number one like rated challenger. He stalks his prey in the night. He never lost that Eye of the Tiger. We'll get to this, but I don't really understand why Clubber Lang's a bad guy. So <laughs> to me, he's just a competitive boxer. And... Yeah, well, fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, R- Rocky is, has become sly. He's wearing suits now. His hair's yep. quaffed. Uh-huh. Uh, he wears suits everywhere. Like, everywhere. everywhere he goes in this movie, Rocky's in a suit. It's very out of character for the uh, Rocky we've known from the last two movies. Yeah, they, they say it's been three or four years since he, he beat Apollo. So mm-hmm. he's he's in his mid-30s now. Yeah. Uh, he's successful. He's 34 lives... in this movie, which I will turn this year and you will turn next year. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Mm-hmm. Think about what we've done compared to Rocky. And we finished high school, Chris. I went to college. <laughs> uh, you just want to make this a depression podcast? <laughs> Uh, 
uh, so anyways, uh, Clubber's the number one challenger. He's like the, the best boxing prospect there is. And yep. uh, we see this in a bar TV through Polly's eyes. Polly's, you know, yeah. <laughs> hitting the bottle again. He's at that same bar from Rocky 1. So Rocky's gone on this meteoric rise, and Polly's still in the exact same bar that we meet him in yeah. at the mm-hmm. beginning of Rocky 1. Yep. Uh, and uh, he's not happy about it. It seems like he's he's uh, he's grown jealous of Rocky maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the bartender says, hey, give Rocky my best. And Paulie's like, how could you never give me, Paulie, your best? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been coming here for years. Anyways, uh, Paulie stumbles out of the, the bar and then uh, goes to a video arcade. It's the 80s. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, throws a liquor bottle at a Rocky pinball machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, this was right after the 1982 anti-smashing up a pinball machine laws, so he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily for him, his brother-in-law is world-famous boxer Rocky yeah. Balboa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who uh, who comes and bails him out, and then we yeah. get this really great scene. I love this scene. This is one of my favorite scenes in the whole series of rocky bailing polly out and then on the way in the parking garage polly starts giving rocky shit like saying he he didn't do enough for him and, and yeah you know uh like i don't owe you anything rocky and he's like no you don't owe me anything and then polly's like you owe me stuff though yeah he's upset <laughs> Throws because his rolex <laughs> on the ground and kicks it yeah he's upset that um rocky moved mickey into his mansion but not polly but can you really blame him like Polly, I've seen you physically assault your sister. Yeah. I'm not gonna have you in the house with my kid too. Exactly. Well, I mean, we're not, we're never gonna be able to have turkey if you live with us. <laughs> we know you're just gonna take it and throw it into the streets. And and you know, Mickey's much more simpler. You know, I mean, yeah, he's got all those penguins and the rockets <laughs> and his large collection of umbrellas, but that's all it is. You know. <laughs> Yeah, you can fit all that in a closet. Yeah, really. You you can't fit alcoholic abuse in a closet. So well, you can compartmentalize it. <laughs> uh, but the the scene culminates in in Polly getting into a fist fight with Rocky and then dropping his hands after yeah. punching him multiple times. Can mm-hmm. I have a job? Yeah. So, so, so you, all you had to do was ask, you know. <laughs> It's a and very well. interesting way to really open the movie, you know, because I get we have the montage, but like, it's just a strange way to start it. But why not? I guess it, there's an alternate universe where Rocky three is just Polly's story of starting as a drunk, redeeming himself and becoming a less racist person. That's the uh, Japanese RPG. I want to play Polly's story <laughs> where you have to like go from village to village. I don't know. Collecting liquor bottles. <laughs> I want to see the Burt Young cut of this movie. (laughs) Make it Square Unix. Is that who makes those RPGs? Is that who makes Final Fantasy? Yeah. Uh Um, So uh, then we uh, have this really awkward scene of of Rocky, like, forcing Adrian to sing to him. (laughs) Yeah, once again, who Adrian, who all of a sudden is like a fully formed, complete character. Mm-hmm. very much different from the last two movies but hey good for good for her i guess but uh in a nod to his brother frank stallone yeah who, uh, who will appear later 
Don't and worry. has already appeared. Uh, don't worry, Frank fans. Wait, when did he? Was he in the montage? <laughs> he, yeah, he's one of the boxers that Rocky beats up in that montage. Uh, no you comment. would, uh, South, you would, you know that if you had seen the uh, yeah. Frank Stallone documentary, Stallone Frank. I'm, that is, I'm not a Frank head as hard as you are. Sorry. <laughs> so um, it turns out Rocky, at some point before the movie starts, has agreed uh, to fight a wrestler for charity. South. Yep, mm-hmm. the world champion. <laughs> now, so it's the world champion of boxing versus yeah. the world champion of wrestling for charity. For charity, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, <laughs> there's a lot of strange things going on here. I I don't know why this. I don't even know why this happens. There's no <laughs> point in this unless they like made this movie and were like, we really need like we're only like at a, like an hour and ten minutes. Cause is there anything else we can film? Because like, what is the ultimately? What is the point of any of this besides the like? It shows that like Mickey is getting a little too old. Uh, I don't have an answer to that question. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so we get uh, Rocky fighting none other than um, Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan himself. But this is very much like a pre uh, Hulkamania. Uh, Hulk Hogan so he still has his hair there's no bald spot he doesn't really talk like you think like Hogan talks like you know like, it's not like listen here brother we're gonna go in there like that this is all before that um <clears throat> so he's playing a wrestler named Thunderlips the uh the ultimate male the ultimate male yeah and it's quite quite the character yeah <laughs> he's accompanied by a bevy of beautiful blondes mm-hmm. yeah um he uh yeah just um oh, what is the amount of molten love i think they that yeah. he's described as at multiple points but they describe him as almost seven feet tall and 390 pounds yeah versus uh rocky's, you know rocky's yeah. five nine 200 pounds yeah mm-hmm. at most uh, i i think I, especially in this movie um salone really went as far as he could in terms of fitness for this movie because he is cut yeah and so i i'd say he's closer to like 180 i don't know yeah i could, I could buy that mm-hmm. um he he looks really freaking good south he did yeah the, yeah he looks the best uh, uh, uh to a point where it's also kind of unrealistic you know what i mean like i, I don't know yeah he almost looks like a marvel superhero or yeah, something <laughs> yeah you can tell he's starving himself <laughs> Or uh, maybe on something else. Maybe he's stealing Joe Esterhouse's fries. Maybe he's stealing Hulk Hogan's steroids. Um, what? What was that? Uh, I didn't hear anything. So oh, okay, All right, uh, yeah. So uh, the fight starts. Uh, Rocky's taking it light. He's kind of just like jabbing at, at Thunderlips. Like, is that okay? Is this okay? And uh, Thunderlips is not playing around, South. <laughs> We do get this great line from Mickey where he's trying to like convince Rocky not to do this, as any professional would. Like, there's no yeah. point in like you know like possibly uh, abusing or being abusing your body or being injured over this like charity event. And he's like, uh, "Why would you do this for charity?" And Stallone's like, "Bob Hope would." Yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he's like, "That's true." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that made me laugh, but it, it was also like established this movie being very aware of like what it is, you know, like it's no longer like this, like underdogs, like fighting story. It's very much like 
it is rocky acknowledging it's rocky you know to a degree yeah. like yeah it is fully embracing the yes. like rocky yeah. uh fandom that has swept the country at this point <laughs> uh-huh so uh yeah uh, uh as one does uh mm-hmm. hulk hogan throws rocky out of the ring yeah yeah over, <laughs> over the top top rope now i've studied this under the nwa and that's the national wrestling alliance not the other thing chris um at this <laughs> at this period in time unless they're wrestling for the wwf which i don't think they would be that would automatically equal a disqualification because those rules were established in the nwa until the early 90s so honestly fight should have been over right then and there yeah but south thunderlips can't be contained all right he starts right. throwing off cops he's he's pushing like <laughs> fans out of the way he's <laughs> knocking the referee out <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> like here's another problem i have I get it. Stallone really likes wrestling. He made an entire movie about professional wrestling, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's wacky as hell. We've established this. Um, wrestling is fake. So I'm not sure what, like, having this scene establishes the... What's the point of it? But also, like, how it establishes, like, well, you know, like, this fake wrestler can beat the hell out of the national boxing champion. <laughs> you know, like, what does that do for boxing in general? True, but so this, uh, I mean, obviously you're a much bigger wrestling fan than I am. The Kfabe or Kfab or, or however you pronounce it. Kfabe, Chris. K-fabe. Kfabe, yeah. Um, I know for a long time people like wrestling's fake, wrestling's fake, but was it like, had that curtain really been pulled off at that point well, yet? Well, where well like... no, it, it, you're right, it hasn't. That didn't really happen until the 90s. Um, but at the same time, like, what does it establish though? <laughs> you know, like it pushes the character of Rocky into like a very strange world where it's like, are you that good then? Really? <laughs> like, so Rocky out in the crowd has Polly cut his gloves off because uh, you know the gloves <laughs> yeah. get tied, so he can pull them off. So I guess the fight will be even now. Uh, yeah, he goes back to the ring and beats the crap out of Hulk Hogan, like jumps on his back like the the women that accompanied thunderlips are like jumping on security out in the the audience and stuff and uh let's see what else happens thunderlips uh holds stallone or rocky up in the air choking him uh Polly shows up with a chair breaks the chair on yeah, thunderlips uh-huh. back now parts of this match does uh does have like a foothold in reality because like muhammad ali did do a charity fight i think it was for charity um against Antonio Inoki, like who's like the wrestling god in tokyo and okay yeah Inoki actually like really tried to take him down because he he kept thinking like well how are you gonna fight like muhammad ali um go for his legs so Inoki like the entire time spent like just like kicking the shit out of like ali's uh legs but I think it, I think it ended in either a draw or like a disqualification. Also, it was you know it was just for to, to make headlines, right? So right. it was kind of cool that like you know there's a lot of like fights in Rocky in the Rocky franchise that are kind of based around reality. So mm-hmm. it is nice to. Um the the original fight was based on Chuck Wepner fighting Muhammad Ali. So oh, uh, there you go. Um. So, anyways, Rocky ends up choking uh, Thunderlips and then uh, throwing him out of the ring, at yeah. which point they call it a draw. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> the the announcer's like, it's a draw. See you next year. Thank God. Like, yeah, yeah, thank God. <laughs> and the whole time, Mr. T's sitting in the audience just like looking pissed off. And that's really what he does in this movie. He just looks pissed off. Mm-hmm. He just mean mugs the whole time. Mean mugs, yeah. So uh, that's the end of that. And then, hey, the match is over and, and Thunderlips is an agreeable guy now. Uh, like, hey, what was all that in the ring? He's like, that's just the name of the game. Like, yeah. That's what mm-hmm. wrestling is. Did you not know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you go eat sushi and complain about your daughter dating black man. What? Uh, so Rocky, Adrian, <laughs> and Nick. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, ladies and gentlemen, notorious racist. <laughs> Uh, so Rocky, Adrian, and Mick then uh, go to a statue Wait, ceremony. I thought it was the end of the movie. <laughs> Rocky won. I turned it off. What are you talking about? Oh, South. Oh, man, I'm sorry. What? You must have watched the huh? not director's cut of the Who? movie. Where? <laughs> uh, I will say this movie, I, it's the shortest of the Rockies we've watched. Oh, so far. yes, it is. Thank God. <laughs> I looked at the running and, time of this movie and I was like, man, this is already my favorite. It's only an hour and 40 minutes long. Uh, they they definitely don't waste time. There's there's multiple montages throughout this movie. Yeah. Uh, and they just they just cut between stuff. Like, so that fight ends. Yeah. Rocky tells like a, a nursery story to uh, his kid, Rocky Jr. Mm-hmm. And then they go to this statue ceremony where Philadelphia is unveiling this yeah, big giant the, bronze Rocky statue. Yeah. So not only do we get like the real statue, like we get Eye of the Tiger and we get the statue, like two very prominent, like icons of uh, the Rocky franchise. This is the movie where they really come in. Mm hmm. So at this uh, at this ceremony in Philadelphia where they're just like, hey, Rocky's great and he's from Philadelphia, so let's mm-hmm. give him a statue. Yeah. Uh, Rocky decides, hey, you know what? I've defended my title 10 times. Uh, I'm getting older. It's time for me to retire. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've talked with my wife. I've talked with Mick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just time for me to retire. And uh, Mr. Like, T's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. T's there and is not happy about that. Mm-hmm. He wants a shot at Adrian. Yeah, amongst other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, Mickey doesn't want this fight to happen. Clubber is the number one challenger, like the number one rated uh, boxer, obviously next to the, the champion Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Says that all those other fights that he's fought were, were setups and chumps. And that Rocky's scared to fight Mr. T. That's why he's retiring. And then, of course, he uh, tells Adrian if he wants to see a real man, if she mm-hmm. wants to see a real man, come over to his place. Hey, yeah, to his apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just raise some questions because later it's revealed that, yeah, uh, Mickey was kind of um, choosing lesser oppo- op- uh, opponents for Rocky mm-hmm. to fight. Now, why doesn't some, why doesn't like the actual boxing organization pick the opponents? Uh, I don't, I have to imagine that the boxing place just facilitates the fights. Cause you remember in, uh, Rocky one where they're going through after like Apollo's first opponent has to drop out or whatever. They're oh, literally yeah, just going through yeah. talking about, you can fight this guy. You that's can fight true. This guy. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Mickey didn't pick people that were bad. He just picked fighters that were like past their prime. So Rocky wouldn't get killed cause they thought Rocky was going to die when he was fighting Apollo, I yeah, guess. True. 
Good call. Um, and, uh, you know, according to interviews with Stallone, which, you know... We it's always a fun with... thing to say. According to interviews with Stallone... Uh, Rocky Three was supposed to be the last one, and he was supposed to die at the yeah. end. But he said that about Rocky Five. Yeah, he says it a lot. Rocky One was supposed to be a one-off. Yeah. Like what? Uh-huh. The third one was supposed to be in like the Colosseum in Rome. Yeah, with the Pope in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so take that for what you will. Anyways, I think uh, he, I think he was supposed to fight the Pope in that one. If I'm not wrong for and then if he won would he then become yeah, pope that's how it ends yeah with rocky becoming the pope because everyone knows that's how the catholic church works if you and defeat then, the pope in battle then you become the pope then he'd have to like tag team fight jude law and john malkovich later yeah uh for rocky eight the two popes <laughs> or three whatever multiples there's been multiple popes before what i thought he thought he was just immortal <laughs> so uh yeah um rocky goes back and, and convinces mick to train him for this fight even though mick's like this guy will literally kill you yeah like, he's going mm. he will kill you to death inside of three rounds yeah what, so little, mick's afraid little of this did guy Mickey know. <laughs> uh so rocky's like ah come on just one more we'll do one more you go with one more right one yeah. more it's not gonna kill you mickey <laughs> uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> uh-oh uh but mickey tells rocky that you know he's lost that edge that that eye of the tiger literally that uh the fierceness you're not hungry anymore you got civilized yeah and that's why you're not a good fighter anymore basically mm-hmm. um so Rocky does the obvious thing and rents a hotel ballroom to train in yeah. and uh, stocks it with Rocky merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brings he brings a friend of the podcast, Frank Stallone, along to sing while he's training. Uh-huh. Polly sells merch and, and Mickey just hates it the whole time because there's yep. literally people just like hanging out and like wanting to take pictures with Rocky and uh, his then wife at the time sylvester stallone's then wife at the time gives him a kiss while he's training and the whole time mix just begrudging the whole thing like yelling it get out of here yeah. just doing that that fun uh mick yelling that that we've all come accustomed to mm-hmm. um and so we get a little mini mini training montage of of rocky training with all the glitz and glamour and and clubber lang training by himself yeah mm-hmm. um so and, and it's apparently very much yeah. rocky one and apparently the, the basement from um, uh, Paradise Alley, too. I think that's where he's training at. <laughs> he's, uh, he's partnered Clover with Lark. our... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's partnered with our pal Big Glory. Well, actually, no. Big Glory killed himself. Did he, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's who he should have fought. Uh, uh, so it's fight night. Uh, backstage uh you know rocky's getting ready clubber's getting ready they exchange words and they almost get into a fight backstage clubber actually pushes mick yeah like mm-hmm. down uh so uh hey more more heart problems for mick yeah uh, rocky wants to call the fight off like i can't i can't i can't fight if if, if mick's hurt like this and, and mick's like no i can't really blame him i wouldn't want to fight either you know what i mean it's like my coach is literally having a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll um, go out and. Sorry if I don't I mean, expect I... Polly to provide a good like coaching. 
for the fight, you know? Uh, punch his lugs out, Rock. Yeah, well, let me tell you what to do. Yeah. Don't sweat him. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Mick, Mick's like, no, you're gonna fight. Don't call this like you. You made me train you for this fight. We're not yeah. calling it off. This you, is our last one. Yeah, you you put me in this position where I have to train you for this fight, and going to this fight has given me a heart attack. So <laughs> you kind of have to. Yeah. go through with your yeah. end of the deal I, I on this I had a one. heart attack because of this well I'm having a heart attack because of this fight you should at least fight it so uh, you know we're about 45 minutes an hour into the 45 minutes into the movie and uh, you know because we've talked about boxing fights so many times uh, Rocky loses in the second round he yeah. just gets uh-huh. the crap beat yeah. out of him yeah um, and Mr. T is pretty good in this He's uh, he's something fierce he is uh, he is ferocious to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rocky is just like he does like after fifteen rounds with Apollo, but he's only gone two rounds with Clubber Lang. Yeah, he goes back to the uh, the locker room. There's doctors in there, and Adrian tells Rocky that Mickey wouldn't go to the hospital without you. Yeah. Um, and uh, this next part's hard for me to talk about. So. Uh. Okay, uh, Mickey dies. What? <laughs> and he's revealed that he's Jewish, which, which, which online they make a huge deal of. You know what I mean? Like everything about this movie is like, and then it's revealed Mickey's Jewish. And it's like, okay, all right. Uh, I don't know why that keeps getting pointed out. Well, you know them Italians. Yeah, them it's, it's very Italians. heavily hint, it's very heavily hinted at in the earlier movies. I guess kind of that that Mickey's Irish. So then maybe the Catholics were upset that he turns out to be Jewish. But who cares? He's like, it's a movie. Yeah, a lack of um, you know, six penguins picking him up and taking him down to the water. <laughs> Sadly. But maybe that was a Tim Burton thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Mickey dies. Uh, not before Rocky has to lie to him and tell him that, that he won the fight. And yeah. so Mickey at least dies with a smile on his face. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we did it. I did everything right. My life was good. Yeah. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rocky just sobs into his chest and screams. Now, so... we, talk, now we talked about this Pauly JPRG. No, JRPG. Um, mm-hmm. But really, I think Mickey is the one that needs like a real background, you know, like because how did he end up here with like because like, at this point, like Rocky's family is his family, you know, mm-hmm. like it's never established of Mickey ever having anyone else. It's kind of sad. It's, yeah, true. And, you know, I think that's where Rocky sees Mick as this father figure. And that's why it's, you know, I, I can't do this without you, Mick. I can't yeah. do it without you. Uh, he, he gets knocked down in the first round of the fight, and in between the rounds, he's like, where's Mick? I need Mick here. Get Mick here. Like, basically, I can't win without Mickey. Mickey is yeah. my... Mm-hmm. He's rock. my guardian angel. Mm-hmm. He's my rock. Mm-hmm. So, uh... <clears throat> sad Rocky goes... <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> sad so, Rocky uh, goes... Boo! <laughs> so uh after the funeral uh that's only attended by rocky adrian Polly, and then al the cut guy uh rocky goes for a sad drive on his motorcycle he uh he he goes he's mad at the the rocky statue he throws his helmet at it 
Uh, and then he goes to uh, Mick's gym and kind of just goes there in the dark. And, and, and who shows up, Sal? Before before that though, like it like I know like we've made fun of it before, but like it's alarming how gone like Rocky's like charisma is in this movie. You know, because like the first two movies in several other Stallone movies, like it's all about him like hey, well, you know like you know saying like stupid things and like catchphrases and like trying to make people laugh and everything. All of that is completely gone in this movie. Even before mm-hmm. even before Mickey dies, it is such a strange like turn of character that like all of a sudden like what you know rocky as is pretty much not there i think rocky 3 might be like an autobiography of stallone where they're like we set up these these fake fights against good things like hey we yeah. gave you these movies that you directed or insisted on directing and they weren't good you're not as good as you thought you were okay you were the champion yeah, but and still. now you're like but still, like, some of the charm of Rocky is him trying to be funny. And even if he's not funny, it, it was still charming to a degree, you know? And mm-hmm. that's just completely gone. So, but anyways, yeah, so he goes and he runs into Apollo in the night. <laughs> Apollo in the night. That's an album. Um, a jazz album. Uh, <laughs> so uh, then Apollo's like, you gotta get your shit together, man. I'll train you. Yeah, because uh, Apollo doesn't like Clubber Lang either, and apparently yeah. Mr. T and Carl Weathers did not like each other. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, it's cer- certainly something. So Apollo's plan is is for Rocky to come train with him out in L.A., where, where yeah. Apollo started. Mm-hmm. So Rocky throws on his best suit, yep. grabs his wife and his brother-in-law, and heads out to Skid Row in Los Angeles. Yep. Have you ever heard the song uh, Santa Claus Going Straight to the Ghetto? I have not. Oh, well, it's uh, Snoop Dogg and Death Row Records, but it's kind of like that. But instead of Santa Claus, it's Rocky Balboa. Like, <laughs> uh, so they Rocky get out Balboa the... <laughs> going straight to the ghetto. Shout out this is where to you Chris insert Patton. a clip of that yeah. song. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, they go to California, and, and I know we, we hinted at it earlier, but surprise, Polly's racist. It's like, I don't like this place. This place is disgusting, even I don't, though it looks I don't exactly... Like these people? Yeah, as he <laughs> says one, one, at one point. Uh, but he says this place is disgusting, and I'm looking around, and it's like, Polly, that's what your neighborhood in Philadelphia yeah, looks yeah. like. Yeah, but that's where you you do get like this racist logic that kind of gets turned and and pointed at him where he's like, I don't I don't like these people, and they're like, Polly, maybe they don't like you. Yeah, and he goes, mm-hmm. What did I do to them? <laughs> yeah, like this dumb alcoholic racist doesn't. Well, what? Why would they hate me? They mm-hmm. don't have any reason to hate me. Exactly, Polly. That's the point. Yeah. Now, where are the turtles during all this? In New York. This is, uh, let's see, so this is 82 and 90. They were 15 in the movie canon, so they were, like, seven. They're still learning ninjutsu. All right. Another thing missing from this movie is Rocky's pets. (laughs) There's no Buckus, sadly. There's no Turtles. What are their names? Cuff Cuff and and Link. Link. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess Link's out there trying to save the princess, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Link's helping Zelda save the princess. This podcast is over. <laughs> I'm done. This is it. Good. Now I got to talk about what I really want to talk about. So the homoerotic peach scenes. <laughs> That's right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the beginning of the Stallone and Carl Weathers dressed in short shorts and low shirts running up and down the beach. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. great great moment in cinematic history, South. Uh, mm-hmm. Where else are you going to get guys looking that good and that ripped? Yeah. Just in short shorts and, and halter tops. Yeah. Uh, it's frolicking called, in the water. It's and... called uh, Top Gun. Do they do? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Tony Scott. Do you think Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer? <laughs> do you think sequel they, uh... Top Gun <laughs> Two coming out this year? I guess. <laughs> do you think What's they the just took these seats, Maverick? <laughs> of course it is. Okay, yeah, Maverick coming soon. Slide the guys brought to you by Paramount Pictures. <laughs> Tony Scott pitching that movie just took this scene. We're like, we're just going to do this with jets. What do you <laughs> yeah. think? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot about Top Gun. I don't know where some of that stuff comes from. When I think of Top Gun, I think more of, um, uh, what's the parody movie they made about it? Uh, hot shots. Hot, yeah. <laughs> like I think of hot shots when I think of Top Gun. I think all of those, like uh, like Navy Seals with Charlie yeah. Sheen, uh, all of those movies. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, also tune in for uh, our sister <laughs> podcast, Cruising with Chris, where I just watched Tom Cruise <laughs> movies and talk about my favorite lines in them. <laughs> Let me know when you get to. Uh... <laughs> I saw, I saw some of the actual, I don't know if this is true or not, but supposedly, um, you know what, never mind, you haven't seen the fucking movie, why am I going to bring this up? Alright, continuing on. <laughs> you haven't seen Magnolia, Wait, you haven't seen Magnolia, have you? No, okay, no, alright, moving on. Alright, yeah. Wait, maybe I have. I've well, seen, it's he, con- yeah, is it confusing? <laughs> Life's confusing, Chris. <laughs> Well, his character, like, Mom? Yeah, yeah, his character, like, is like a, you know, like one of those, like, sex gurus that will, like, you know, teach yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And supposedly mm-hmm. they made real commercials with him and aired them on late night TV in New York. So I was watching those the other day and I was like, did they really do this? Like, oh, man. What were we talking about? Paul Thomas Anderson, I guess. You know, famous hu- uh, famous hu- husband of <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> no, legendary comedian uh, Maya. What's her name? Um... Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Maya and famous <laughs> Maya Rudolph, not Angelo. <laughs> Yeah, I do like I do like uh, Maya Rudolph. You know, is like having a bit of like a moment right now. You know, like in yeah, like a resurgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, don't, you mm-hmm. know, she's never not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Marvelous. But it's kind of like Paul Thomas Anderson is now kind of just like second fiddle to her. Uh, 
What does that have to do with Paul Thomas Anderson and Maya Angelou? <laughs> or Philip Seymour Hoffman, for that matter. Now, did you know uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is starring in the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie? I did know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about it because I've never seen his son act before, ever. Yeah, it's but. just like how, um, what's his name, son... Um, James Gandolfini's son is starring in the in the Sopranos prequel film as Tony. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's like how one day, like your son will star as you in our movie, and I guess a random hobo will star as me. <laughs> Perfect, the Sly and the Guys movie. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, Frank will star as Sly. And a terrorist will star as Frank. Whoa, oh, boy. Do you see those rails over there? We're far away. <laughs> uh, no, South, I don't even see them. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Rocky and Apollo start training. It doesn't go so well. Rocky's head's not in it. The, yeah. the plan is to teach Rocky to basically fight like Apollo. You got to be quicker. You can't just punch him because this guy obviously is way stronger than you. No, wait, wait, Chris, Chris. No, no, no. This was the plot of the last one. Rocky's head not being in it. Right, right, right. So, but in this one, his his head's not in it because oh, because. Uh, He's he's got to get fat. He's got to he's got to catch that chicken. So no, 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 um, no. That's the last one. He's got to um. He's got to work on his his footwork. No, that's still the last one. He's um. Paulie's drunk. And, no, that's the last uh, one. <laughs> and uh, Carl Weathers is in it. So it, no, that. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, Rocky's head isn't in it until um. Uh, Adrian gets gets dialogue until Adrian gets the dialogue that she deserved throughout the entire movie she gets it in one scene Mm -hmm. she really just gets like a monologue where she just you know this scene is is not good but I but I terrible but I know Stallone thought it was good Mm -hmm. because it really is like I don't know Hey, you know, it's like Adrian and Rocky are like two parts of the same person. It's like him arguing with himself when yeah. she's like the voice of reason. And he's just a scared like little kid and she's got to tell him like, you got to do it for yourself. This is where the movie really lost me because this scene's so bad. Like, I'm sorry to everyone involved. I'm not trying to be a grouch. But like, I just watched it and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, and it you feel bad because it's like you don't want to say it's stupid because like, hey, Adrian gets lines, yeah, she's getting yeah. like character, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like this is so ham-fisted and just yeah. like mm-hmm. after all these great scenes of of Apollo training you and you yeah. losing to Apollo and Polly being racist multiple mm-hmm. times, Thunderlips just being Thunderlips mm-hmm. in the flesh, baby. Mm-hmm um dude brother but what but uh you know i guess that that terrible scene is all rocky needed to uh get his priorities straight and start start training yeah and um i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick here but we really don't need to go any further because everyone knows what happens after this like it just turns into the normal rocky movie where he's got inspiration he goes to the rematch um there are the scenes of stallone and apollo like hugging each other in slow motion on the beach Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, at this point, I think I looked at the clock, 20 minutes left in the movie. Rematch happens. He beats the hell out of 
uh, Mr. T. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, you, well, you skipped of. over one. You skipped over one pivotal scene, I think, um, to to bring the the whole Polly's uh, Polly <laughs> learns to be less racist is right before they yeah. go out to the fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. He turns to Apollo and says, "You did good, Apollo." And Apollo says, "Hey, thanks, Polly." Whereas at the when they met each other, yeah. they didn't like each other and That's like true. almost came to to blow. So. Um, I view this movie as is how Polly learned to yeah. be less racist. Yeah, this is really Polly's story. Mm-hmm. Then all the fighting and, and homoerotic dancing in the in the water and stuff just got in the way. Yeah. Uh huh. Once again, coming to PS Five, Polly's story, JRPG, <laughs> Square Enix. Am I saying that? Is it really Square Enix? <laughs> Square, yeah, I've always pronounced it yeah. Square Enix, but I Enix, don't Enix, know Enix. how it's yeah. pronounced. It's one of those, yeah. like, if you learn a word by reading it, you don't yeah. know how to actually uh, pronounce it. That's like me with all of Star Wars. <laughs> like, growing up, I was like, I don't, know. I don't say any of those. <laughs> and I'm from the well, South, hence my name being South, so I was like, Bubba Fett. <laughs> Bubba Feet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, you summed it up pretty, pretty much, pretty yeah, succinctly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, Rocky just learns to uh, he, he he doesn't even <laughs> he follow what? through with. <laughs> well, he learns to fight like Apollo, but then he doesn't even yeah. do that in uh, the fight. Yeah. They're like, okay, you're gonna stay away from him and you're gonna tire him out, and then Rocky's like, no, no, I know better than you. I'm just gonna let him punch me really hard until he gets tired, and I'm gonna taunt him and make him angry, and then I'm gonna beat him. Yeah. Uh huh. So, uh, and then, you know, throughout the entire movie, Apollo has told Rocky that you just remember you owe me a favor after this. Mm-hmm. What favor? So after Rocky beats Clubber mm-hmm. handedly with his hands, it is boxing after all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we, uh, normally that's where the Rocky movies end. This one goes a little step further. Yes, we it see, does. Yeah. Uh, we hear Rocky and Apollo talking and they're kind of like, oh, so this is the, this is a favor. And Apollo tells him, you know, you beat me by one second last... What, they've decided to have a private rematch from their, their previous two fights. No refs, no no audience, no TV yeah. cameras or anything. It's just mm-hmm. for them. You know, uh, you know, Rocky, you fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Anyways, they go to the fight, they ding, ding, ring the bell, and yeah. uh, freeze frame right Ooh, before they yeah. both punch each other at the same time, and then it crossfades into an oil painting and then mm-hmm. the credits. That's a neat ending. I'll give him that. Yeah. So yeah, that's Rocky Three. That is Rocky Three. Well, here at Sly and the Guys Movie Podcast, we have three rankings. We have direct to video, theatrical release, and inclusion in the Criterion Collection. Chris, where would you put Rocky Three? South, I'm putting this one in the Criterion Collection. I'm quitting again. <laughs> This one for me, it's 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 culturally significant yeah, so yeah, far yeah, as yeah. it introduces uh-huh. the world to Mr. T and Hulk, Hogan. Hulk Hogan's in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it Dude, brother. For the at least the first two thirds of the movie aren't just Rocky one. 
Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, you know, I love drunk Polly. Uh, Adrian, uh, like we've talked about, gets a little more development and actually gets lines other than just saying Rocky. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Eye of the Tigers in it. Yeah. Uh, this movie fully embraces that Apollo is the coolest character in the franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we get two boxing matches against Mr. T. We get a wrestling match with Hulk Hogan. Um, Frank Stallone plays dual roles. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Criterion for me. I mean, it's way better than Rocky Two, and that's something I didn't remember uh, uh, yeah. about this. Is in my head, if I were to rank the movies, I always went like one, four, two, three, five. Uh, Rocky three of the three we've watched so far, Rocky three is the second best. I think um, it's succinct. It's to the point. It's told mostly in montages. Um, it's uh, it's criteriaed all the way for me. What about you? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think when people think of Rocky movies, this is really what they think about. I, yeah, yeah. I think this is like, I think I pointed out before in the podcast that like the other two Rocky movies aren't exactly what we like culturally remember them as yeah so like this is really when like rocky becomes rocky for for better or for for worse because i do think like any um deal with the devil um there there's a bit of a lack of soul in this one to a degree that like even Mm -hmm. i I don't know like i agree with you it's better than two but something's lost in in transition i don't really know what it is heart this one doesn't really have the heart in it i guess is what i'm trying to say where he's yeah. no, he's no longer like the lovable like um doofus guy that's, that's down and out yeah yeah so i you know whatever it's fine like i said um i'm gonna say theatrical release it's better than two i'd say it's probably more entertaining than one to be honest with you like as far as just like a, if it's like popcorn movies yeah, and stuff yeah, go, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, it's whatever. I don't know. But, but I think my problem is, is that like, um, what do you call it? Um, do you know what um, generational loss is? I think that's what you call it. Yeah, generational loss, where like if you take a picture of something and then every time you copy it it loses like um yeah a degree of mm-hmm. quality each time yeah i mm-hmm. think like that's kind of like sums up the rocky franchise is that it's all based on the original one all the stories kind of like stick to that same like format yeah. in each one you have to make up for that loss of like okay we've already done this what's going to be different about this one so mm-hmm. on this one you have like well mickey can die yeah yeah uh, i wonder how i wonder in the in the writer's room how they were like you know who should we who we should kill mickey not polly but um we should kill off the greatest actor in this entire franchise hey. uh well i mean Dolph's coming chris Dolph's coming uh, so, so I think the I think the soul's there in the movie. I just I think don't. it's the I think the the theme that that Stallone's trying to impart is being rich is hard too. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Also, uh, he had he he had some work done on his face in between Rocky two and three. He uh, he looks different. Not as not as much as he will one day look. Now, Paulie actually even calls him out for that at the beginning of the movie. He's like, "Oh, what you get you get your face done up nice. Oh, you wear yeah, this yeah, nice yeah. suit." Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, uh, theatrical release. It's fine. It's better than two. I don't know. How far are you questioning, questioning everything uh, about your life now? I'm questioning, yeah, Rockies? I just, I just like, I think it's a bad decision to kind of have like, um, it's kind of like the Star Wars problem where after the original three, each one had a different villain, you know, cause you had Darth Maul in the, in episode one. Mm-hmm um dooku yeah count dooku and two and arguably the emperor and uh general grievous grievous um and three mm-hmm. so like having so many like villains kind of takes away from like the overall overall like impact of the story you know yeah so it's kind of like that it's like what did like what did the loss against mr t really mean when he immediately beat him afterwards you know right yeah so i think and and that's just a problem you run into i don't you know i don't think it's like really uh, stallone's fault or anything but yeah dragon ball z same thing oh yeah see i i'm i'm not familiar with dragon ball z well every every season is you're fighting the strongest most powerful being that's ever been in oh, the universe yeah. and yeah. the next season where do you go oh there's an even more powerful one that we didn't know about yeah it, that's how justified is to to a degree but um uh, I find it pretty interesting that, uh, you know, this one being Rocky three, like you pointed out being the Rocky, when people think of Rocky, Mm -hmm. um, really what this movie is, is what people think. And and the next movie we're covering being uh, first blood Rambo. And when people think Rambo, they don't think first blood. No, they do. They think like Rambo three. Yeah. In Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. which were like a uh, mini gun. And so, uh, I mean, we're Mm going to get there, but I think it's really uh, interesting. Yeah. The parallels here all right so uh no questions this week uh oh, i know man. we've um the questions previously about rocky has pretty much been rankings but i think we both established where we we've ranked this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um so yeah uh what's next on the uh, episode list chris so next up uh, is the second Stallone movie released in 1982 mm-hmm. during what I'm going to call the decade of Stallone. Okay, the 80s. Yeah, the 80s, yeah. the period, uh, the 10-year ten, the ten period of uh, film that Quentin Tarantino has called the worst in American history. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we get uh, Stallone in First Blood. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the film adaptation of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. <laughs> Leave my grandmother out of this. Uh, it's currently streaming for free on if you have Showtime. Showtime. Uh, or you can rent and buy it on your your platform yeah. of choice. Mm-hmm, Two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty excited about that. We will have our first special uh guest host with us on that <gasps> one yeah so uh stay tuned as uh we try to figure out how to make that work uh. <laughs> all right chris where can uh folks find us 
Uh, man, they can find us in a plethora of places. Oh, okay. South, right. uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, oh, yeah. Instagram, mm-hmm. Bushly Comedy. Bushly Comedy. Uh, drop us a line at slyingtheguys at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, look for us on Chat Roulette and Omegle. <laughs> yeah, especially after and, dark. You get what I'm saying. And uh, just make sure to follow us on Vine. <laughs> Doesn't it? It must suck to have like been one of the initial Vine like investors. You know, like now like TikTok like is huge. You know, like oh, we were so close. We were just like five years too early. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, folks. Well, thanks for listening. Um, it's been a good time. Uh, please uh, check us out in all those places that Chris mentioned. Uh, please rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Just don't tell Stallone. For Sly and the Guys, I'm South. And I'm Chris. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, Frank. Bye. the movie south is you okay <laughs> i'm over this fucking franchise chris okay <laughs> let's call it off oh come on it's for charity you're wearing your anatomy out for charity nobody else does this much for charity bob hope would that's true